Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening. Welcome, welcome to PGN Prophetic Grace Network, where we do it more than we talk about it. Hey, hi. Uh, how are you? I hope you had a great week. And um, if you didn't, like I say, uh, if you got off track, we'll get you back. All right. Um, today is August 5th, 2023. And I hope you had a great week this week. I had been fast and furious and it's been crazy out there with the heat. My goodness, it's been so hot. I mean, it's been we've been sweating like crazy. Uh, many people have been uh, having their ACs going out. It's in, even on the news. Um, car ACs are going out. Home ACs are going out. It is, it's real hot. And so, um, but uh, praise the Lord. It's another week, and pretty soon, hopefully. It'll start getting cooler. Um, it should be rainy season. Um, this week, I'm going to do things a little bit different. Last week, I'm sorry I didn't come in last week because I had to work and pray for me so that I am free on Saturdays. Um, they schedule me as they're needing me, and um, it's it's been uh, heavy with work. So um, I apologize for that and any future dates that I may have to miss because they do schedule me um, differently every week. All right. Um, I was going to talk about something about the vengeance is God. It's God. And um, I know it was the Lord that wanted me to speak about this. Uh, I I was reading the book of Psalms, Psalm 7, where it's asking, this is a prayer uh, prayer and praise for deliverance from their enemies. The meditation of David, which he sang to the Lord concerning um, Cush, a, Benjam- a Benjamite that was an enemy of his. And so he was asking God to, to protect him, to help him. And um, I want to look at this particular verse where it says, uh, uh, Psalm seven fourteen. Behold, the wicked brings forth iniquity. Yes, he conceives trouble and brings forth falsehood. He pit, he made a pit and dug it out and has fallen into the ditch which he made. His trouble shall return upon his own head and his violent dealing shall come down on his own crown. Then when I read that, I, I, I immediately realized vengeance is God. God is, when we're dealing with people that are our, our enemies, God doesn't want us to deal with them. He wants he wants us to leave it in his hands. He can deal with it. He knows the hearts of people. He knows if they're wicked. He knows if they made a mistake. He knows. We don't. So when people do things to you, you need to understand. God knows, sees the bigger picture. Sometimes things happen to us because we've done something to open ourselves up to to that wickedness and maybe not maybe it's just people that are being wicked but god sees and we are not to judge the way that we think so there's many scriptures in both the old and in the new uh in the uh new testament romans 12:19 says do not take vengeance my dear friends but leave room for god's wrath for it is written it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. And then in Nahum, uh, verse uh, Nahum 2a and 3a, 
um, in the NIV, it says, the Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord is slow to anger, but great in power. The Lord will not leave the guilty unpunished. Okay, and there is there are several of them, but this one was in Psalm 7, which is talking about that, you know, that God, he's going to deal, he'll deal with them and bring on their own heads what they have done to others. Um let me see if I give you another um, scripture. Um, so basically what I'm tr- trying to show you here is that in both in the Old and in the New Testament, God says vengeance belongs to God. Okay? You can look at many scriptures that that will talk about that. And I thought about um, a situation this week, and I know that it was the Lord trying to show me that I needed to speak about this. I don't know who's out there. They may be dealing with this, and um, we have to be careful um, with people sometimes um, because they'll do things that really cause hurt. So I'm going to give you an example of that, um, and I'm going to talk about a friend that I have, and uh, my friend is Daniel, and we talk a lot about, you know, the business world and all this stuff. Um, he had, We have had many conversations about um, things that have happened to him in the past and how he says he can sleep at night because he doesn't take these things to heart um, and he forgives, right? Um, and he does other people good. And that's why he says he can sleep at night because he he knows that he, that he can um, put his head on a pillow and not feel remorse. So... The story goes that many years ago, he was working in the U.S. with a very important company, and there were certain um, people that had different positions, right? And he was one of them, and he had about maybe 45, 43 people under him, and um, he was very successful at what he was doing to the point where people didn't understand why he was paying his, the, the employees that were under him even more than what he was earning. He had engineers under him. And um, the thing was that there was millions, millions were being made. Well, the one of the owners of the company, um, they talked to her, and they told her um, from uh, another company in in another place, in another part of, of, not in the U.S., somewhere else. Um, But these people, they wanted that business, and they wanted to take it away from my friend, Daniel. And so um, little did they know all the work that he had put into to make the business run the way it did in an honest way. And so these people were crooks, and... um, they they succeeded. They were able to manipulate the owner to let him go in false pretenses to make it look like, but nothing, they couldn't do anything because even um, the HR wasn't able to, to, to say anything. But later on, um, they, one day they came and they, they fired him unjustly. And the thing was that when they did that, um, 
he he spoke to HR, and HR couldn't find anything wrong in all those years that he had done. So later on, he found the person that was doing the books, and they exposed what was going on after the fact that this all these things were going on. And so he was like really in shock. So they played him. They played him dirty. Many the, the owner. Uh, and the other company that wanted to get the business, they underplayed it. They did a whole bunch of things. Anyway, the thing was that years later, years later, recently, he meets up with someone that he knows. And it, something rung a bell. He, he heard the connection. He says, oh, so you know who so-and-so. He goes, oh, yeah. And it turns out that these people were this person's family member, the pe- the same people that did him wrong. And so he uh, explained to them all the, the person, all that had happened, but that he had no animosity towards them. He let it go. And, he, and the other person was in shock and didn't understand, well, why didn't you let it go? Uh, you know, your name was put down. Uh, millions were, were, were put down. Um, and he said, no. I left it in God's hands. And what ended up happening after a year of what that, when, when they had fired him, the millions that he was making in less than a year, that company went to maybe $1 million or something like that. And so the other people that were joined, they lost a lot of money. So greed got involved. But my friend, Daniel, did not say anything. He didn't retaliate. He didn't uh, take vengeance. On the contrary, they were scared of him later on because they didn't know. They thought that he maybe he might try to do something, but he he didn't. And here he meets a family member, these same people, and, and word got out real quick. And so, oh, you know, the royal treatment came into play. But uh, once a rascal, most of the time they they stay rascal. So um, he's not going to, you know, just uh, stop, you know, all of a sudden start trusting people. But the, the lesson here is that vengeance is God because they lost all that. But not only all that, years went by. And this one of the two men that were involved in having him um, be fired um, today is suffering because his wife has cancer, has an aggressive cancer, and um, they have had a lot of a lot of um, things that have happened. Many things happened to this man, and this is one of the latest things that he's going through. They're rich. They are rich, but this richness that they have is with sorrow. It's not like the Lord does. When he gives you something, he gives it to you without sorrow. And we have to understand that we have to wait on God's timing for everything because sometimes God will try to protect us from obtaining certain things because that that thing is going to cause us sorrow. But these people didn't understand this. They wanted to do it in their own strength, and they went in and they did things. And and look, now they they got it all right. They're they're millionaires, 
but it's all with sorrow. And so there's a difference. There's a difference there. And God doesn't want us to revenge, take revenge on people. People are going to hurt us, are going to do things to us, but we have to allow forgiveness and let it go and let God to handle things. And so like it is here, like, like David was experiencing with the Benjamites, um, in verse 14, it says, Behold, the wicked brings forth iniquity. Yes, he conceives trouble and brings forth falsehood. He made a pit and dug it out and has fallen into the ditch which he made. His trouble shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down on his own crown. So you see, God avenged here. David was talking about what what God would do, and this is exactly what had happened uh, with my friend Daniel. Uh, many years later, and that's not the only thing. He's, he can say many stories of things that they had done to him. And then later on, even some people died and weren't able to enjoy the things that they tried to steal from him. Be careful what you do to other people. Be careful. Um, yes, we can forgive, and that is for us. But we have to understand when we forgive other people, that doesn't mean necessarily that they're going to change. So I leave you with that tonight. That's a short message on that. And so leave if you're dealing with anyone, just leave it in the hands of the Lord, whatever they're doing to you. Leave it in God's hands. Forgive and move on. You have peace. Also, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, something that I was I had heard, and I know it was from the Lord later on because I, I kept seeing things, and I kept thinking about lemons. So we're going to talk a little bit about our health, something that's antifungal, antiviral, anti, uh, it's for your immunity, against uh, bad things coming against your immunity. And there's a mixture, that uh, a strange mixture, that I, I I came across, um, I was watching a lady that was giving how to have a good refreshment in the summer. You know how hot we've been? Um, instead of drinking sodas and sugary things that are not really good for you, um, let's put in our bodies good things that will help our bodies, that will help our joints as we get older. Even young people are having problems with their joints. Um, I heard the other day it was someone that had a friend that was a nurse, and he had had an accident, and he had terrible um, shoulder pain because of the accident. And so what she was saying that he was doing, and it was working for him, was that he was taking lemons, and no, not lemons, um, ginger and turmeric and pepper, black pepper, and making a, a uh, something to drink with that and that really helped his inflammation also um, taking at least six lemons squeezing them out then you chop the skins off uh, you, you um, zest, take the zest and take it off from the lemons and you take a, 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 a pot at least five quarts and put about 
maybe four cups of water. You take like a pound of ginger and you chop it up like in little quarter sizes and you throw it all in the pot. And then you take like half a pound of turmeric. It looks kind of like, it looks like carrots almost like when you, you chop it up. You slice that up really good. I would recommend that you try to get that organic. Organic doesn't mean that it's going to be um, chemical-free because it does have, they do have uh, things that they spray on it, but it's less damaging than the regular stuff that we get in the stores. Um, and so make sure you clean it really good and then chop it up, put it in the water. And then the lemons that you had already squeezed and the zest, you're going to put the zest inside that water. And the lemons, you're going to chop them up also, the ones that you squeeze, and let that boil on low for about an hour. Once you do that, you let it cool down, and then you strain it. And once you strain it, you're going to get this beautiful mixture. And then um, the lemons that you squeezed on the side, you're going to add that to that mix. Once you add all that in there, you're going to um, crunch up some black pepper, like a half a teaspoon, over that. Something about the black pepper uh, draws out the nutrients in the ginger and in the turmeric, and it it makes it even better. It makes it even more potent. And so once you do that and you let that cool off, you take ice cubes. And you pour that in the ice cubes. And um, you can take that and then put it in the refrigerator. Cold, you can um, put it in glass, and you can take three or four nice big ice cubes of that mix and put it in your glass with uh, mineral water uh, or that, uh, the, whatever they call it, um, you know, bubbly water. Put that in there, and if you want something sweet with it as it melts in there, you're going to add maybe honey, but I would recommend that you dilute the honey in water and maybe over the stove for a little while so it, it that consistency will blend into the drink. Otherwise, it, it's not going to mix in, and so you're going to have to make like a simple syrup with either honey or sugar or uh, organic sugar. You make a simple syrup, and then you add it there, and then you can have a refreshing drink instead of having sodas, and it's going to help your joints. It's going to help your immunity, the lemons, and it's, talk about the smells in the house. It's going to be awesome, the, all these wonderful lemon and ginger smells, and so we, with the rest of it, you can put that in the blender and then uh, put it also in cubes the the thicker or you may you could spread it out that mixture that you have left over that you boiled with the lemons that you squeezed with the turmeric well you're going to lay that in a, a parchment paper and you're going to put it in the oven on low for at least six hours so that it can dehydrate if you have a dehydrator even better you put that on there and let it be dry and let it get dry once it's all dry and brittle and you take that out, then you um, you could put it in maybe a coffee grinder, um, and it'll make it like a powder. 
So you can save that in a container, and then another day when it starts getting um, cold, you can have a nice cold beverage with ginger, turmeric, lemon, and then you add that to hot water, and you can add sugar or honey, however you want to taste it, and it will taste amazing. It's different. It's a little different variation of the uh, iced tea, but um, the iced tea is so refreshing, and so it helps your joints. It helps inflammation. It helps your immunity. It helps viral, virally. Uh, it's antiviral, so um, that's a, t- a tidbit for today, um, and I hope you enjoy that. Um, and try it. Um, It's not your regular iced tea. In Mexico, when people go to Mexico, they have homemade lemonade, but they ask you in the restaurants over there, they ask you if you want regular water or if you want spring water. And so when they make it with spring water, it's best to always ask for spring water. That way you don't mess up your tummy because the water in Mexico is not as clean. So we can use that bubbly water and make a wonderful, delicious, refreshing drink that is not only um, tasty, but it's good for you. Um, have any of you ever heard of ginger ale? <laughs> ginger ale, ginger, it's made out of ginger. Why do grandmas, when, when the kids get sick and they have a tummy ache, what do they give them? ginger ale, see, or 7-Up, the lemon, see. So here in this drink, you have the lemon, you have the ginger, and you have the turmeric. Turmeric is very good. It's um, also used in uh, a lot of Indian food. The Indians use that for uh, making their stews and different foods. Um, It's very healthy. All right. So, well, let me get on with taking callers tonight. And I'll begin with my first caller is 828-989, and your name and where you're from. Hi, Carmen. It's Jennifer from North Carolina. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. How are you? All right. Let you know the deal. Let me me put you on mute, and then I'll get back to you. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And this is exactly what I've been talking about, about forgiving other people. When we forgive other people, we become free. And so and this is what I'm picking up from you Um and I'm sensing that from you, that God, that is the freedom that you're getting, that learning how to forgive. Um, but as we've learned today, um, we forgive, and that's good for us. But that doesn't necessarily mean that other people are going to change. Um, and what did Jesus tell his disciples? How many times was it Peter that he said, how many times he had to forget 70 times 7? We got to forgive and forgive and forgive and because people do. I mean, even our children, our, our spouses, our, our fiancés, our girlfriends, our everybody, there's always somebody that tries to do. And like I was talking about tonight with the situation of my friend Daniel, you know, he had forgiving to do, 
But because there was wickedness in these people's hearts, years later is when it came out. And look at the consequences. And it's not that we rejoice when God takes vengeance. No, no, no. We don't rejoice with that. But we do understand that when people come against us, when people do things against us, that, you know, we leave it in God's hands. We forgive. And so I'm sensing that from you. And uh, I'm sensing that freedom from you. And so we thank you, Lord, because we are definitely free. When we, we hold things against others, it holds us in bondage. And so I'm sensing that in you. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Jennifer, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in her heart, her sweetheart, Uh, You are are God's sweetheart (laughs) So we thank you Lord For what you're doing I thank you Lord In the name of Jesus For the lessons that we are learning in life Um, With dealing with other people Loving God and loving others And so we praise your holy name We praise your holy name And we thank you Father God For the works that you're doing in her heart Thank you for her gentleness. Thank you, Jesus, for the, the lessons that others will learn through her in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's see. Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Hey, amen. I'm good. I'm good, yes. Absolutely coming into that freedom. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Spot on. <laughs> amen. Yes, Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? Freeing my heart. Letting go and forgiving and freeing my heart. Amen. Amen. And so um, so what do you have for us tonight? What would you like us to pray about? Mm, just for him to continue like doing what he's doing. And um, I feel like it's a mm, in season. So just to um, just be filled, be filled with more of him, and uh, to continue the intimacy um, that's mm-hmm. going on, more dreams and visions, and um, he's really showing me a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Amen. But the, the the most beautiful thing that when God shows us is the work that takes place in our hearts. And what he shows us where it manifests in our lives, in our minds, in our hearts, in our walk, that's the most beautiful thing. You know, it's not just, like I say, uh, like the word says, it's not just being a hearer, but a doer of his word. And and being a doer is, is forgiving. Being a doer is everything he says in his word that we are to do. And so that's the beautiful part that I'm I'm sensing that God is doing in you. And so, yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for Jennifer, Father God, for this awesome work that you're you're manifesting in her life. That she's not a hearer but a doer of your word. She she loves and she forgives the way you do, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for that. But she also understands human nature. 
And so we thank you, Father God, that you, you're giving her wisdom and more wisdom, Father God, to walk in that path of love. Love covers a multitude of sins. And when we love, we we have that big chance of being hurt, but our hearts um, move in what God says to do, and that's to keep on forgiving, keep on loving. And so we thank you for that in the name of Jesus, Lord. Help her, give her the, her heart's desires, Father God. Give her her heart's desires, and that is to please you. Yes, yes, Lord. And Lord, I, I thank you, Lord. I'm seeing something about money, money, money. I just saw the word money. So I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, for um, meeting all her needs with her finances and uh, meeting everything that she may need with money. Um, thank you. you supply all her needs according to your riches and glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I see you like opening a pot, your pocket and opening it out and money going into your pocket. So I thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. for that. You're supplying all things for her. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. Yes. I have not had and my own money for um, going on four years. He's had wow. me in a place where I have had to learn how to depend on him to provide everything. So I've been praying for, you know, um, independence, like, you know, his will, of course, but, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I just, something just hit my, my spirit. Sometimes the money doesn't come in the way that we think. Sometimes it comes mm-hmm. in through different strategies, and God is not a cheap God. He's not El Chipo. He's uh, El Shaddai. He's um, He has all that we need. Um, he's our provider, Jehovah Nisi, uh, the Lord that, that you know that He's with us. He provides. He's Jehovah Rapha. He heals us. He does so many things, and so God is not cheap. He's not cheap, and so He's going to give you some strategies. So that you could put Thank the cha-ching in your pocket. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes, you. he's going to give you the strategies. And and so some things, you know, you you got to step out like Peter did out of the boat. And you got to step yeah. out. And some things will, will fail and some things will work. But as you step out, you're going to learn to hear the voice of God. And you're going to, um, it's going to get Stronger and stronger, and you're gonna you're gonna get better at. Oh no, this is what God told me last time not to do, and I didn't hear Him correctly. And so, the mm-hmm. more you step out, the more you're going to learn. It's sort of like have you ever started a new job, and you know you have to um, learn new things, and you're gonna make mistakes. But if you're afraid to make the mistakes, you're not gonna get anywhere. You're not gonna learn what you need to learn to do that job to do whatever it is that you have to do. So what the Lord wants you to do is, you know, step out of the boat. And as you step out, there's gonna, don't fear. Just, yeah, okay, you don't, you did this one, you're not going to do it again, and you're going to get better and better. And before you know it, instead of walking, you're going to be running. It's like, it, like when we begin a new job. We're slow at first. 
We don't know everything that's required. Okay, you know, and they don't tell you everything because it's impossible for them to explain everything that you need to know. And as you practice and as you do it and you step out, then you're going to learn some things and more and more and more and maybe a year and then something else will come up and you learn something else. And before you know it, different things will bring you to that place where God is going to bring you to. But you have to learn these other lessons. Amen? Mm -hmm. And you can't stay frozen. You know, it's not the frozen chosen. It's those that move. (laughs) You know, we have to walk in faith. (laughs) All right? So um, stepping out, stepping out, and not fear. Yeah, sometimes we make mistakes. But don't fear the mistakes because even in those mistakes, God turns all things together for our good because that helps. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He gives you wisdom from people don't learn from things that that are easy. They learn from their mistakes, you know, and that that doesn't mean that you're going to have to make mistakes in order for, for you to get to where you're. But there is a learning process. There's a learning process. And so we don't fear that. And uh, sometimes we have people that are that, that guide us. And so we pray that, Father God, that you help Jennifer and that you put divine connections to help her, Father God, in that process. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, Amen. Jennifer. And I, I do apologize for tonight. Prophet Randy could not put out... Uh, the alert because there's something wrong with the phone and so um, he has to get that fixed so um, if you see that in the next few days uh, there's people on PGN um, don't wait for the alerts because they're trying to repair that okay all right all right Jennifer is there anything else you'd like to say or a word Um, from the Lord my daughter um She's in her 20s, and she's a beautiful girl, but she is very, very innocent. Um, never had a date. Um, not, you know, for, she's just never been interested. And I just, uh, there's somebody she's entertaining now who's interested in her, and um, just for God's protection and wisdom in that because she's, you know, not in, experienced um, as far as the dating world goes. And I guess I'm, you know. Yeah, but, as a mama, you're like, oh, dear. <laughs> well, I mean, she's she's so, she's innocent. And um, I don't want anything stolen from her or given away. Yes. Um, I mean, she won't do, you know, that thing, but um, I just don't want her to get hurt. She's been through a lot of trauma in her life. So just well, wisdom for her. Well, protection. I'm going to pray. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just pray for Jennifer's daughter, Father God. Uh, she's experiencing new things. She's experiencing what it is to have puppy love, what it is to have possible love. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you protect her and allow that only good people come around her. 
And I pray, Father God, that you protect her and you would uh, give her wisdom that even though she may not know a lot and she's innocent, and we thank you for that, Father God, because you've kept her. And so we ask you, Father God, also to give Jennifer wisdom on how to speak to her, how to share things with her, um, how to be upfront with her without without being um, fearful of saying things, but um, saying it in a tactful way where her daughter will understand. And um, we just ask you, Father God, that you don't allow her to be pulled in this worldly scene that so many young people are, are into, Father God. I pray, Father God, that if this is an ungodly relationship, Lord, that, that is forming, I pray that you move this young man away if he's not what you would have in mind for her. And um, if he is, that he would allow himself to walk in the ways of the Lord in Jesus' name. So we leave her in your hands, Father God, knowing that you're with her, that you don't leave her, that even when her mama is not there, that you still speak to her and that she was raised in the right way. The word of God says, raise up a child in the way they should go. When they are old, they will not depart from it. They may veer sometimes away from things, but your Holy Spirit will draw them back, showing them. Don't let the enemy, Father God, we silence those voices that try to uh, manipulate and uh, talk to her and, uh, and things that are not of you. Help her to hear your voice and that the voice of the enemy she does not hear in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this child. Keep her pure, Thank Father. You. In Jesus' Thank you, name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Jesus. I know, yeah. Um, uh, another thing yeah. that I, I wanted to talk about tonight was about something that Prophet Randy was talking about, you know, the different relationships and this and that, but about sex trafficking. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of the targeting that are going on are going on in high schools. They're targeting mm-hmm. young girls in the high schools and even online. There's people pretending to be boyfriends and this and that and um, getting girls engaged in that. Oh, I love you, and I will give you this, and I will give you that. And so sex trafficking is not only for those that are coming from another country. It's from even our own country. There's a lot of missing um, teenagers that have found themselves with sex trafficking. So um, inform your children. Inform your teenagers, you know, uh, what can go on online. There was a story of a mother. They did a story on that, um, and they told her that what would she do if she found out that her daughter was talking to somebody online that was um, possibly going to uh, use her for sex trafficking. They were, they did some investigation, and the person that was behind it was somebody that was, they were already allowing them some time to hang themselves. And so she goes, no, my daughter's not like that. I've taught her better, blah, 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 blah. Here she goes to the place where the daughter goes to meet this man that she doesn't even realize is a man. She thinks it's a, another teenager like her. And um, she started yelling at her daughter, what are you doing? So I think we need to 
show our children videos and show them this is what can possibly happen if you're talking to somebody you really don't know. Um, be careful with boys. And we don't know. There's so many crazy things out there for their own safety. And so it's best to open their eyes and be a little rough in letting them see what, what can possibly be out there um, than for them to find out the hard way. And so I understand this because I have a granddaughter, and at this age, um, she's a teenager, and I have two adult um, grandsons. And, uh, you know, at this age, they think they know everything. And so they don't understand that even boys are caught in this. And so find videos and then share it with them and sit down and talk with them and say, you know, you're entering into a new place in your life where you need to understand that these are things that can be, there's a lot of wickedness out there and we want to keep you safe. And so understand that be careful, even with boys and parties, the things that happen to girls, um, you know, not scare them where they're just going to be frail women, but, you know, pray before you, you speak to them. And then, uh, I mean, with even grandchildren, those that have grandchildren listening on the line, um, also um, pray about it, what you're going to tell your children. Tell your your adult children, your grandchildren. And sometimes, you know, they may not want to listen at first, but they'll listen even if they don't tell you. If they're listening, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm known to my children for saying things that they don't want to hear, but I know they listen. They do listen. So um, open your mouth. Amen. All right, Jennifer, mm-hmm. is there anything else you'd like prayer for? It's been good to talk to, talk to you tonight. Yes, God bless you. Thank you so much. All right. Really enjoy this. All right. Thank you. All right. And, and make that little uh, lemon ginger turmeric spritzer. <laughs> it'll make you healthy. It not only will yes, refresh you, but it'll make you healthy. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Thank All right. you. Well, God bless you. Mm-hmm. You too. Good night. Bye-bye. All right. 214-415, your name and where you're from. Two one four four one five. Hello. Your name Hi, you? it's Barbara from Texas. Hey. How are you? Barbara. <laughs> All right, let me put you on mute and let me pray for you and then we'll talk. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for Barbara, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm sensing the same, uh, something similar, you know, like what I was talking about teenagers, but I know you're not a teenager, but um, relationships, I'm sensing about relationships. And not that we become fearful of another person. Um, There's always risks in relationships. of getting hurt, but um, as we know, when somebody continues to do something over and over again, they're telling you 
who they really are. And we have to pay attention to that. Now, if we decide to forgive those shortcomings, um, it's up to us if we want to continue doing that. Um, having a, being in a relationship, is um, it can be fun, and, but at times it, it can be not so easy. And so God is giving you wisdom, um, and you know, and you know what is best. And so sometimes as we get older or when we're a teenager, we, we tend to um, get um, filled with the lovey-dovey, and we tend to use, um, put on pink-colored glasses. And we see things in a different way. And so I'm going to give you the advice that I would give uh, even a teenager. (laughs) Um, You know, be around other friends. Be around family with people that you may think may be a possible person for the future. um, Because they're going to see things that you don't see. Amen. I don't know if you're in a relationship or if you're something is developing, or maybe this is for the near future. But this is what I'm sensing to give to you tonight. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, just as that we prayed for Jennifer's daughter, Father God, we just ask you, Father God, that you would just give Sister Barbara her wisdom in any future relationships that. Uh, you would help her finally got to see what is the uh, right person um, that will help her in the kingdom of God for the things of God. And not only for that, for companionship, for love, and, uh, and whatever else you have in mind for them. In Jesus' name, and I pray, Father God, that, uh, that nothing fake will come to her way, Father God, only the real deal. In Jesus' name. We pray, Amen, and Amen. Hey, how are you? <laughs> oh, grateful, happy, excited. Uh, winning souls for Christ. Uh, meeting a lot of young people at the lake, getting baptized, and oh. just you know, praying with a lot of people that's coming in. And I ministered to quite a few. Uh-huh. Did pick up on one in particular. Um, they were excited and never heard of Jesus uh, ministering like prophecy before. And so when the Mm -hmm. Lord used different ones to do it, uh, we had to break some strongholds and, and, and call them out, call those spirits out. And those Mm -hmm. spirits that we were calling out, um, I think that they felt like that they liked it someone and I said, no, that's that's not love. That's lust. That's perversion. And you you know you can't do that. And so we're going to continue to pray for you. And so mm-hmm. I'm fasting for that person out of all the group of the people. And so with me ministering mm-hmm. with a lot of youth from the church at a particular church, um, we really had a great time, and we baptized a young man, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were others that that one in particular said that they don't love God, they they don't believe in him. 
And I said, well, you know, he said, with my loving kindness, I'll draw all men unto thee. So I said, I'm going to continue to pray for you, and I'm going to um, talk to God concerning that. And because I didn't want to just throw them away. Um, a lot yeah, of times no. you have to, yeah, you people like that, they see something good in you, and they see the light. And you know, um, you may not know mm-hmm. that that may be the one that God's going to use mightily. Because you know we don't see the heart, we don't we don't see the heart. God sees the heart, and sometimes mm-hmm. they talk like that because they've been hurt and they're mm-hmm. confused. And mm-hmm. you know we we need to keep praying for them because we don't know if these are going to be the Davids and the Josephs of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you may discard them. You know people discard people like that, and they don't care about them. Instead of helping them to grow and to love on them and allow them to get to that place where God, you know, deals with their heart, you know. Um, I know a pastor that I go to church to, uh, uh, to his church, and um, he was a rascal. I mm-hmm. think I've talked about this before. And um, mm-hmm. he was in a lot of trouble, even in the military. I mean, serious, serious trouble. And because someone else took the time and didn't throw him away. Look at the man of God that he is today. And look at, you go to his church, and it's nothing but men um, leading the prayers mm-hmm. and, and and doing all the stuff, the activities in the front. They're the ones that are taking charge. He's teaching them, you know, what a mm-hmm. real man is all about. But yet, look at him years back. If somebody saw yeah. him back then, they probably would have thrown him away. Mm-hmm. And, and I see this young man's heart, and that's mm-hmm. what I picked up. He's been hurt. Um, he was telling me what he never wanted children. He's not going to want this and that and, and blah, 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 you know. And I was like, ooh. I said, Father, there's a challenge for you. And I said, I'm ready. Yeah. So there's, I said, that's a good one. And so and they're, they're at a first <laughs> They're I got a first kiss Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I wear it right about. <laughs> well, let's so, pray for that young man. Anybody else, you know, or anybody that's in our families that is like that mm-hmm. young man, um, uh, mm-hmm. people that we know that's just like that man, um, people that we may encounter in the future that's just like that man. So, Father, in the mm-hmm. name of Jesus, Lord, we just lift up this young man we ask you father god that you Mm -hmm. touch his heart that you take the scales off of his eyes so Mm -hmm. that he can see you truly that he can hear you that he can know you that lord that your presence will overwhelm him and take him and and allow him to realize that there is a god there is a god a loving god but also a God, a consuming fire too, a God that, that will deal with with things that are not right. And so we ask you, Father God, pull him into the fold. Help him pull him into the fold. Bless him, Father God. Bless him with knowing you. Jesus. And for those that on PGN that have family members that way, Lord, we lift them up to you, Lord. We ask you, Father mm-hmm. God, that you touch their hearts, that you lift them up, Father God. You did it for my, my pastor, you did it for Prophet Randy also, Father God. You changed his life. 
you changed him. And look, look at him now. He's drawing other people. He's ministering and he's uh, answering, answering his call. And so we ask you, Father God, that when this young man comes to you, Lord, and that he gives his heart to you, that he answers the call that is on his life. And, and all those that have family members, Father God, and those that are in the future for us to meet, Father God, just like this young man, Lord, prepare them, prepare us to touch their hearts, to minister to them. And I pray for Sister Barbara, Father God, that you give her the wisdom, the words, that love, that even if it's just hugging him and just loving on him and just, you know, being a, a mother figure, uh, Lord, I pray that you uh, give her that wisdom, Father God. We ask you yes. this in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Melt them Thank with you. your love. Melt them with your love. In Jesus' oh. name, Amen. Break the chains, break the chains that are holding people like him and this young man and and others, Father God. Break those chains, Father God. Break those chains, melt them, Father God. Let them know something about being around Christians. There's something about it that I feel good, that I feel good, that there's something good, and that I bind mm-hmm. the enemy, Father God, that the enemy won't lie to them and make them be angry around Christians, Father God, but that they're drawn even more and more and more to Christians, Father God, mm-hmm. that the enemy won't, uh, Lord, that the enemy won't um, speak into their ears, Father God. Yes, we, we, we plead the blood over their ears that they won't hear the voice of the enemy but only the voice of God in Jesus' name. In Jesus', Jesus name. Mighty in Jesus' yes. name. Jesus' thank name, you, Lord. amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Amen. Yeah. Thank you, we got to make the sound, sound in the yes. We're in the army of God, so we got to make that war cry. <laughs> yes, that and when he told me he didn't love God, he said, I don't, I don't want to, I'm not into this God that you're talking about. I said, well, that's fine. I said, because you know why? I said, that's why I am what I am, and I love you anyway. I said, so, I said, but anyways, I said, you be safe today. I said, it's hot out there, and just, you know, and just keep the safety, you know, drink your fluids and everything. But anyway, um, I know it's going to take a little time um, with this one, so I just decided to go on a little fast for him, for him and Mm. the other one. (laughs) So I met that them is a good at the thing. same time, the same day, and they and the Lord drew them to me for a reason. And one of them was I'm at the store helping, um, helping his uncle, like driving him around and taking him shopping. And he smiled and said, "Hi, hey, you can park here." And so when he did, I got out of the car and I told him, "Thank you, I appreciated everything, but I'll be fine right here." I said, "But it wasn't no accident that we met." 
And I told him I began to minister to his uncle. And I did not know he had a stroke, but he had a crutch, a cane with it, a cane. And he was paralyzed on one side of his body, and I began to minister to him. And the young man that was driving him say, everything you're telling him, I just told him in the store. Oh, wow, I know this was from God. I know. And I, I kind of did it in love, and I ministered to his uncle, which was about 64. And um, I just poured it out and poured it out and poured it out. And he looked at me so strange, but he smiled at the end. I said, you look quiet, but that's wisdom. I said, so take what I say and put it to some good use. I said, because you want to stay and last a long time on the earth and be healthy and strong. And not knowing that the man had had a, uh, was paralyzed on one side for eating the wrong foods, you know. So I was listening to the beginning. It could also be sometimes people overwork themselves um, mm-hmm. and they don't realize that they don't pay attention to their body. Um, mm-hmm. This past week, I think, or was it last week, um, my friend Daniel was um, in some plant that he was walking through. Um, they had, were doing something and there was a group of men walking and you know how hot it is, right? Well, they mm-hmm. they noticed something a little off from this man, but they didn't know what it was. Um, and so all of a sudden he says, I can't breathe. And so they took him up. He, he was closer to going up the stairs than going down. So they immediately put him in a room and um, they called the ambulance. But, you know, people don't recognize that sometimes you have to take care of yourself. If it is too hot, mm-hmm. Don't abuse yourself, yeah. people. That's why they say don't leave your animals, don't leave babies in a car. It's too hot. And so mm-hmm. this man was too hot. He had a stroke. But he can give mm-hmm. you a stroke. It's not yeah, only taking care of your body and eating right. Lack of sleep. People can get um, shingles, you know, from being tired mm-hmm. and stressed out. People are can abuse their bodies. You You need to rest mm-hmm. when you need to rest. And the more you mm-hmm. abuse your body, sooner or later, it's going to give out on you, and something's going to happen. One, the weakest part of your body is going to give out. Mm-hmm. And so we can't do that. We have to rest. That's why God has a day of rest for us. It's for us, mm-hmm. not for him. It's for us. We need to rest. And so it's not only eating right. Yeah, it's sleeping right. Yeah. It's uh, a, a resting. Yeah, not work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. And he you wasn't know, but 64 uh, years old, so he's been like that. that for about a year or so. I said, oh, my God. And not and only that, I there's some him. people that their bellies start growing, and it's the high cortisone that's due to stress. And it looks like they're overeating, and it's not that they're overeating. It's, it's mm-hmm. the stress that's causing their bellies to grow. And oh, so wow. you have, yeah, yeah, a lot of people, and even skinny people have little bellies. And so all the fat goes into that area. And so everybody's different. And we have to be mm-hmm. careful. Shingles, shingles can, can come out um, because you've had chicken pox in the past. And so it lays dormant in the spine. And so when the body is really weak and tired, that's when mm-hmm. that shingles that shingles comes out, but it's from the chicken pox 
uh, virus. Oh, wow. And so, yes, and a lot of people, and people think, oh, well, I'll just get, go get the, the vaccine. No, you can still get it with the vaccine. <laughs> Even a 20-year-old can get it. <laughs> so we have to rest. We have to drink water. You know, we have to be careful where we put our bodies. If it's too hot, go inside. Today I was doing a lot of work. I was outside. I was mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. I was cleaning, washing. I was up on the roof because my, my uh, swamp cooler was leaking. I got that, you know, taken care of. I came down. Nine o'clock, that roof was so hot. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, no, no, no. I'm glad I'm done with this. Let me go hurry on downstairs because I was burning up there. Um, I mean, I couldn't yeah. sit down. It was hot. And I said, mm-mm-mm, I better get inside the house. And I laid in my bed, let my body get cool before I got in and showered from all the work that I had done. But I, you have to take care of your body. People yeah. don't understand that young or old, you have to take care of it. So, um, yeah, heat stroke. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So is I, there anything else you'd like to? Um, well, we've already prayed and covered everything. And um, I just, I'm just thanking the Lord for the wisdom, the information that I have to give to all of them, um, because it was mm-hmm. quite a few that I witnessed to. And um, I'm grateful that I was obedient, that I said to something to encourage them and not shove them and push them away uh, because of their belief. But I kept on smiling, being nice. And the first comment that each one in separate location told me, they said, I love the joy that you have. You have such a peace. And and I'm like, if the, if the enemy <laughs> or whatever and these people can recognize that, then I'm thinking, I'm like, Lord, what about the saints? What about the people of God? Mm-hmm. And I was told that twice that day, and, I, and little did I realize I'm grateful that God wakes me up early so I can spend time, but I, w- I walk six miles, and I try to be finished Ooh. before 8 o'clock or 8.15 because I have only maybe like an hour to walk five and a half and the other 30 minutes to get the other half done, and it, it, it ranges from 8, 8 o'clock to 8. Uh, 20 to 8.30. So I try to be out, mm. out there I, no later than 8. And uh, I get home and then water the grass and everything. And um, oh. you wouldn't believe this, but the praise report is I have the greenest yard all around the neighborhood. <laughs> and I'm not using very much water and it's by hand. Really? It's, I water mm. by hand because I don't have a system or anything. I'm in the country. Country, country. And I can't Ooh. believe how beautiful all my plants are not dead or burnt up. Maybe one tall one, and maybe water got on one or two of my flowers, but it's okay. But my whole yard is green <laughs> in the heat. Wow. And so I'm just grateful it that I have a testimony the, even about the yard. It could be that the sprinkler <laughs> system, you know, they say that if you, you um, water your lawn at a certain time, that it won't mm-hmm. allow the water to be eva- uh, evaporated. And so maybe it's heavier while, while you're sprinkling it by hand, I guess, than having mm-hmm. a sprinkler system and that weighs right. it more. Yeah, so there's a tender, loving care. You probably pray over it too. 
Yes, I do, and I walk it, and I talk to the Lord, and when I go walking, I'm in his presence, so I'm just soaking in the presence and just loving him, and not so much. I pray a few prayers, but then I quit, and I just listen and just stay quiet and just smile and joy, and I noticed that people wasn't speaking, and I said, Lord, the next time I walk this trail, I want everybody to speak. I want everybody to be kind and smile and say good morning, and do you know everybody starts saying good morning? And some of us say it two or three times when I pass them. Because <laughs> I run a while, then walk, then run, then walk, you know, trying to maintain. You know and the Lord gave me a vision that I had even, um, you know, when people have a handicap, I even grabbed uh-huh. somebody and told them, come on, come on, you can run with me. If I can do it, I know you can. And, I, you know, and <laughs> sometimes I share my testimony because I had two back surgery with all these screws in my back and my right Whoa. foot broken half with screws in it and, and then the aneurysm and then cut from head to toe and just all kind of stuff with the stomach and everything. And they were looking at me. I don't see no handicap. I said, because you don't know my story, but you're looking at the glory of God. <laughs> so I just get excited because I have everybody, all the little bitty ladies, miracle. the little elderly speaking to me. Ma'am? You're a walking miracle. Uh, and I just be smiling and just saying, thank you, Lord. I did it. And he given me that supernatural energy to do it because there was a time I didn't even have it. I couldn't even you know do anything. You know who gets tickled listening to you about gardening and all that when you start talking about gardening and all that? Daniel. He uh, loves David. it because he's one that loves being, you know, in the backyard mowing the lot because he prays. He starts praying. That's his his quiet time with the Lord. He loves being doing that. I don't care too much for it because I start getting allergies. You see me looking like, like uh, somebody, you know, <laughs> all covered up. I got my head covered. I got a uh, uh, sunblock on my face. I got a hat on. I got long sleeve. I'm oh crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a so you can breathe. Yeah, I can't. I can't barely breathe because I have the mask on because I, you know, I get allergies. But oh no, he loves it. He loves being out there. And so when he me listens too. to you, and I have no mask on, and I know I can't stand it. I feel stuffy when I get through, but I shower and blow my nose real good, and it takes yeah. it away. Because yeah, if I, I do don't, that I start sneezing. Uh huh. Yeah. So, and I wash yes, my clothes. I am so proud of my yard. You know, I, I uh, weeded. I didn't even know how to weed it. I hadn't did it in so long. And I said, Lord, I'm just going to take it. I got kind of aggressive with it. I said, okay, that's the way it's going to be. I just went ahead and did the yard, and I come back. It looked so good. It was beat up in some places, but I, I ran over and did it again. <laughs> and this time it's getting better and better. I just be laughing at my weed. <laughs> I even took some chunks off the house, but it's okay. <laughs> so like the do gardening lady. You need, you need to do a, a, a show on PGN how to go, do your garden. <laughs> oh, my and goodness. And I was just practicing. And I got a green thumb, everybody. And then one person came by and said, he, they told me, and said, what did they tell me about that? And they were just complimenting me. And they said that you must be very creative because your porch looks so beautiful. And I said, you think so? Oh, you have them gifts. You just don't know. Hey, I said, oh, my goodness. 
Why don't you um, give a little bit every week about gardening? Just I'll give you a little corner for you to Uh give your gardening tips. And so every week that you come, you know, uh, aside from your testimonies, um, give yeah. your gardening, you know, it could be Barbara's Gardening Corner. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow, that's exciting. Would, would you and like to do that? we're talking about somebody that never gardened before now, and everything in my house is green. I mean, I have so many flowers. I know it's over 40, 50, I don't know. And I just bought a over... 15 seeds, different seeds to plant. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I and I don't know why I did that, I, and I just took it. I mean, I got stellar flowers. I got all kind of flowers, things I never heard of, and I know that's God telling you because I didn't, I forgot to tell you, I bought, they were like five for a dollar for different seeds. And one lady yeah. even told me, she said, this flower right here, this nuts, uh, nastrum, Nasturtium flower is like a fairy uh, morris, and she said that's even good to eat. The leaves are good for you to to eat the leaves. That's really, a healthy flower. And I'm like, what? Oh. And so oh, I was wow. gonna plant them today, and I said, no, I'll wait till it get cool again. And I guess I don't know how many I bought. I bought like three dollars worth, so that's fifteen different sets of seeds to plant. Oh wow! Instead yeah, of planting well, uh, collard you give your barber's corner gardening, well, however we you want to call, it. you know, just your oh, little, yeah. you know, like a little commercial there, <laughs> the thing, the little tidbits, because I sense that we are going to need to learn how to plant. Um, things are getting really expensive, and it may yeah. be that we might have to start making little victory gardens all over again, and so. Yes. Um, Greens and, I'm sure and yeah. carrots, mm-hmm. onions. So you, you teach everybody uh, when to start, what to start. I mean, I'm sure there's things that you can plant through, all throughout the year, but not the same thing on the, in the summer and in the spring and in the winter. You know, there's different things that you, like mm-hmm. bulbs. I know that people have to put the bulbs at a certain time of the year in order for them to come out um, in another time of year. So um, all that you can explain. Oh, How my goodness. <laughs> I never thought of it. You like the idea? But, uh, I like the idea, and I love flowers, and I just I just light up. You see another me, another side of me when you talk about mm-hmm. the flowers, and I've never heard of some of them. And, and I just love flowers, and I begin to ask the Lord, why do I love the greenery? I don't understand it, but I know it's God, the Lord's creation. And they're so yeah. beautiful, like the sunshine again. And So like um, you said, so, you could eat that flower. Who knew? Yeah, this lady was telling me she was picking them out, and she said that uh, we're getting ready to start a garden. It was mother and daughter. And she said because of the food prices, uh, we're looking for all the, the onions, and they were just going through this. They had like two big buggies at this. Um, I guess it was like a habitat store, and I guess oh. it was like I've never been there before, and people that's looking for doors and windows and blinds and rugs oh. and just beautiful stuff and used stuff. Yes, there you go. Well, they're, See, they're the doing um, a community garden in some places, and people are learning how to garden. And so 
whatever they grow, everybody gets to to purchase from that, you know, and it's homegrown. Uh, people, you know, have their little spots where they, it's theirs, and they they learn how to plant. And so I feel mm-hmm. that we need to start getting more knowledgeable about that and teaching our children, our grandchildren, um, mm-hmm. about all these things because I think things are getting too expensive. Uh, that I work in a, a, a store, and I, that's all I mm-hmm. hear people talking about. Oh, things are so expensive. They're so expensive. It's so expensive. And um, I'm seeing it. People are, are, you know, we don't realize it, but there's something brewing. And it seems mm-hmm. quiet, but that's how it how it is before a storm. It's quiet before mm-hmm. the storm, and so we're seeing a little here and there, you know, little things here and there flying. But we need to get ready. And once it starts, it's not the time to get ready. So I feel that whatever you're learning, maybe learning how to how to plant other things besides flowers. But that's a good thing because we want our our gardens to be beautiful but maybe uh, new things that you learn how to plant and then show us. Well, I did say I was going to save a space for the mustard greens. And I bought one pack of mustard greens just to see how they were going to start. And I had another type of green, uh, collard greens, but I think I Mm -hmm. accidentally put it back. But she said, you need to go back and get two more. And I said, Lord, I don't know why I'm buying all these flowers when I should be trying to grow some food. I said, if I go on a veggie diet. We can make a a victory garden with uh, PVC pipes. The longer the pipes are, we can bend them and then make them like in an arch and dig them Mm -hmm. in the ground and do several of those PVC pipes and then one across on the top and then get Mm -hmm. uh, that plastic over it and then we can plant things there. We can roll it up from the sides and plant whatever we have. And then it, I mean, I've seen people um, having uh, those green garden, those those little gardens, you know, where they cover them up. Uh And um, they have them in the winter and they have lights in them. You can see them in their backyard. I'm like, oh, my goodness, that is so wild. And, you know, their people are getting creative. And so um, that's an idea. You don't have to spend so much money on something. You know, even with PVC pipes, you can make your own little greenhouse. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So I I saw them putting food in tubs because I know in the winter we have to bring the flowers in. And my flowers Uh all live except for one because the house accidentally got too cold, too cool in one of the rooms. And um, oh. the aloe vera plant fell over and started leaking. So I was like, okay, now I know what to do. So, right. but I just get little plant containers because I want to be able to bring them back in when the weather is too hot or too cold. My girlfriend, um, a friend of mine, she used to put her lemon tree in a big tub mm. and she would put a wheels on the bottom. And then um, mm-hmm. would take it out in the summer, and then bring it in in the winter, and leave it in the garage. Oh, okay. Yeah, and leave the garage a little open, you know, on the bottom. And it was uh, during the day she would open it up for it to get sunlight, and it was always, mm-hmm. you know, she she was proud of her lemon tree, <laughs> lemon tree in Texas. Oh, oh wow. and it's That's hot so here. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes, yes, she's in, she was into all of that. 
And so there's different ways that we can do it. I mean, I've seen videos of people in apartments growing things uh, with half half of a PVC pipe and putting Mm -hmm. soil in there and hanging them in in their balconies. I mean, if there's a will, Mm -hmm. there's a way. (laughs) Yes, because uh, I know I saw a building that had the flowers up and down every wall where they build it Mm -hmm. up and um, putting all just all type of flowers on one wall, and then some of the walls mm. were all over the the medical facility with just all greenery. It was so beautiful. Wow. But it, yeah. it, you did give me some ideas, so I've been thinking about it for a long time. I just didn't say anything <laughs> when you kept there talking about the There is something in you. I, Yes, I, I just feel that we have to do that. We have to start um, sharing these ideas because we're gonna have we're gonna have to even in apartments we're gonna have to grow things. Um, it's mm-hmm. getting to be um, expensive, and it's not that we you know we act crazy on it either and have a poverty mentality because God can, God is able, but um, mm-hmm. you know there's some people that because of physical, you know, they, they need to have something to protect themselves too. And I don't know how this is going to go, but, um, you know, the more people are knowledgeable, you know, what you have and what I have, you know, we come into a community where we have what we need because each one of us is doing something, planting something different. And so that's what I'm hearing. A lot of people saying that in their communities, they're making like a, uh, a garden, a community garden mm-hmm. where they're teaching people how to garden. They're teaching people how to do things. So, all right. Well, um, I thank you because I'm going to try to get me some shelving, like shelves, like when you go, like people do garage sales. And I'm mm-hmm. going to tell people to keep a lookout for shelving, you know, because different shelves, you can sit certain pots on them. And I just yeah. need quite a few because I just like planting and seeing it grow and it turn out to be beautiful. And so far, you know, I, I I took my granddaughter's plant that she got from school, I repotted it, and that thing just grew everywhere. And it was so beautiful that I took some of it and put it in another pot. Now that plant is standing up tall. And I was like, oh, my God. And she's just four years old. <laughs> so I was just... <laughs> Uh, her mother gives me all of her plants, and I'll be like, really? I have enough. And she said, no, I don't want this. You take it, and I'll do it when she go to sleep. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll take her little plant. And she never asked about it. She just see the flowers when she come over and visit. So I well, just, I'm just grateful. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. And so uh, is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, I'm just asking the Lord that to, to take me deeper and iron sharp as iron and the deep call it the deep. And uh, mm-hmm. I heard Prophet Randy tell me that you know how Catherine Kuhlman is. And he said, I see an anointing. I said, okay, I'll just keep doing what mm-hmm. I do then. <laughs> it must be working because I tell you the yeah. peace of God, the joy, and for other people to come and tell you what they see, uh, it brings so much joy to me to know that, Someone sees something different about you. Um, you've been in the face of God, and um, so I'm grateful for that. Amen. All Amen. Right, so thank Barbara, you. I hope you have a great week this week, and God bless you. You too. 
You have a wonderful all week, right. and God bless you and all of PGN and Prophet Randy and Julie. Love y'all. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. All right. Um, there are some people that didn't have their hands up. Um, some people didn't want to wait, and they left. But um, I, I'm here, and I'll always take the calls as long as you stay on. Um, but it looks like nobody else has their hands up. Um, and reiterating what I spoke about earlier about vengeance is God. Um, our call is to forgive those that have hurt us and not to take vengeance. Uh, allow God to take vengeance when they do you evil. Um, you leave it in God's hands. Not that we want evil to come on people, but God sees the heart. God knows exactly what's going on in the, the other person's heart. And so God is the only one that can and has the, the only wisdom to see what's in people. And so we leave that in his hands, amen, uh, allowing him to to do things in a just way. And so we don't want evil things to happen to others, but um, it's their own wicked heart that sometimes um, the greed uh, that doesn't allow them to see right. Um, So um, I hope and I pray that you keep your hearts clean and, and be forgiving of what other people do to you and always believe the best of others and love covers a multitude of sins, but Oh, remember always that that um, you can forgive, but sometimes people will do what they're going to do. And um, but we still have to pray for them. And uh, well, I'll leave you with that tonight. And remember, vengeance is God. Do not take vengeance on your hands. So we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, to bless those that are. Um, are in our family of the PGM family, Lord. We ask you, Father God, to keep them and protect them. Their children and their grandchildren and their spouses and uh, all their loved ones, Father God. We lift the prophet Randy. We pray that you give him more ideas, creative ideas, uh, more uh, lead him more in the things that you want him to speak about, Lord. We pray for his family that you be with them and that you would protect them and bring healing um, to um, Sister Julie, Father God. And we just thank you for for this family in the name of Jesus. We thank you for PGN, Father God. We ask you, Father God, to move um, in the uh, PGN and the, uh, all the people that are on PGN and draw more into the family of PGN, Father God. So we thank you in Jesus' name for what you're going to do even in the future. Uh, prepare us, help us to grow in you and to to do exactly what you want us to do in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, everybody. Good night. Uh, I'll finish the show, and um, I pray that you have a good week in Jesus' name. And so we thank you for that. And uh, let me uh, let you know that reach out to people. Remember, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He wants us to let other people know. How will they know if you don't say anything? How will they know if you don't open your mouth and, and let other people know about Jesus? So even if it's with your the way that you walk and you talk, um, just let Jesus shine in you. And so uh, let me play this, this song, the commission song. And remember, um, he died for us. He died for them. So I hope you have a good week in Jesus' name. Amen.
the commission. Um, if you want ministry tonight, raise your hand by dialing one. Um, and we'll wait to see if anybody else wants ministry tonight. Dial one on your phone. All right. If nobody wants ministry tonight, uh, I will end the show. Um, you, God bless you, and uh, have a good week. Goodbye. There's somebody. Uh seven seven three eight seven eight seven. 
your name and where you're from? Uh, Carmen, my name is Teresa, and I had talked to you a couple of weeks ago, and a friend of mine was definitely who you were telling me about when I was concerned about her. She was trying to call, and I'm hoping that I can get her to try to somehow connect with you. So that's why okay. I was calling myself here because you were getting ready to leave early, and I called her and said, please try Carmen tonight. Please try because you wasn't on last week. <laughs> No, I had to work, um, and I do apologize. Yeah. Oh, bless your, that's all right, Carmen. Bless your heart. All right. Yeah. And um, well, I'm uh, so. Go ahead. Do you see a seven seven three seven four nine waiting? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I see it. Uh, that's that's her, Carmen. That's that's her, okay. Carmen. <laughs> Before I, I go to her, um, would you like anything? Uh, prayer for anything? Well, Carmen, you told me that I hear from heaven and people think they think I'm crazy, and that that did me a world of good because I let me know at least I hope I'm not crazy, and that made me very good that you felt that way about me, you know. Yeah. So yes. I'm grateful for All that. Right. Yeah. But so I mainly want you to talk to the lady. Okay. Thank you. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for our sister right now. And we ask you, Father God, do you know the desires of her heart is to minister and, and reach out to people, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you give her favor with those that she ministers to, that she would uh, be accepted, Father God. They, they won't reject her, Father God. They realize that she has a word that's, that's from God. And so we uh, thank you for that in Jesus' name. And and even if they don't, Lord, continue to uh, let the love of Jesus flow through her to others, Father God. She may be re, uh, touching somebody's life and uh, ministering to them, and they don't even know it, Lord. So continue doing that work in her life, Father God. We just thank you for her in Jesus' name. All right, sister, I'll pick her up right now and uh, put you on it, okay? Amen. Right. Okay, thank right, you, Carmen. Bless you. God bless you. Give me a minute here. All right, seven seven three four uh, your name and where you're from. Uh, Chicago, Illinois. Delia. My name is Delia from Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Let me give you put you on mute and then I'll come right back to you. Let me pray for you, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right, thank you, Lord, for Delia, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for what you're t- how you're touching her, Father God. You're allowing her to see that you love her, Father. Uh, there's been certain things happening in the past, things that are hard to take, but God has given you a strength to overcome these things, and that what the enemy meant for evil, he's God is turning it around for your good, and people are seeing, are seeing, uh, and they're amazed at all the things that they see that that could have turned someone, oh, um, to the body, uh, the body clinic, and but it didn't to you because you're holding on. You know that God is for you, and so we thank you, Father. There's been close calls, I sense, you know, and, and it's been nothing but God, nothing but God protecting you and keeping you. 
And even things that you don't even realize that God, <laughs> thank you, Jesus, that God has protected you from. God has protected you from things. It's almost like, you know how some people walk near a railroad track and they are so close to the railroad track and they don't even realize that there's a train that's about to go by and hit them, but it doesn't. It goes by and it doesn't hit them when that person realizes, oh, my God, what what could have been, but it didn't happen because God is for you. God is protecting you. Yeah, there's many things that may have happened, but God is protecting you. And so we thank you, Lord, because you're keeping you're keeping her. You're protecting Delia. And yeah, other people may see all these things, but it's only you, Lord. And they all see it. They all see it. But Delia has to see it, that you are for her and you're not against her. So we thank you, Lord, for your love, for your mercy. We thank you, Lord, for the strength that you're giving her, Father God, to overcome all these things that have come in her life in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for Delia, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Delia, are you there? Oh, wait a minute. This wrong one. This is Miss. Okay, give me one moment. My daughter, she had uh, uh-huh. lost her um, her uh, child's father to violence. And um, we're struggling with that really, really bad. The family, we are, my son, myself. My daughter really, she's having a really hard time. And my yeah, grandbaby. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a tough thing to handle. But but I'm also seeing that there's been close calls for you too, and you don't even realize it. I don't understand that. But um, is it that you guys are living in a in a a really violent place? No, uh, no. Well, thank you, no. Lord. Lord. Let me lift up your daughter, Father. It's never an easy thing to lose a loved one, and Lord, we just ask you, Father God, that you bring healing to the family. Bring healing, Father God, in their hearts. It's not. It's not an easy thing, but and I bind the enemy from bringing um, a false thing on that, on that hurt and that pain of that grief of losing someone. That the enemy does not take advantage of that position, Father God, that this family is in to bring in more grief, more, more uh, sadness. So, so we bind that spirit of sadness from operating against their lives and 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 uh, really touching them in a, in a wicked way where there's trauma for life. And we break that right now in the name of Jesus. There won't be any trauma. There won't be any trauma for life. We break that. There's only going to be normal grieving in Jesus' name, N- normal grieving and nothing else. We plead the blood of Jesus over this family, Father God. We ask you, Father God, that you would heal the the broken heart. Heal the broken heart of this this young woman, Father God. 
And, Lord, we just pray for the, the, the family, the children, Father God, that you, you be their father, that you meet all their needs, that whatever these children may need, that they will lack nothing, that they will not go in life thinking that there's something wrong with me, but that they know that you are with them and that you haven't left them and you will never leave them. So we thank you, Lord, that we pray that, that, that you would send family members to just fill in the gap where these children may need, you know, a, a manly touch, a fatherly touch. We pray, Father God, that you would send the right ones, even the young ones, Father God, even young ones, Father God. You choose. You're the one that chooses, Lord. So we thank you, Father God, because the word, you know, they say that it takes a village to raise children. So we pray that you raise this village of this family to come and help raise these children. In Jesus' name, touch this child, touch this woman, touch this mother, touch this family. Touch the family, Lord, this young man's family, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Protection in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We break all those uh, those attacks and any future attacks in Jesus' name. We break that off of this family in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, sometimes trauma will try to keep hold of certain things, and if they're not released, you know, because the enemy is, is tricky. Sometimes, you know, um, yeah, there is loss, in it, but the enemy tries to put his foot in and tries to bring other things that have nothing to do with the trauma of losing a loved one and making things worse, making things way worse in our emotions. So we have to be careful with that and uh, reject that in Jesus' name, you know. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, I was going through a divorce, and I opened my mouth to say, oh, how sad this is. And I shared it with a family member. And from that point on, I started grieving in a different way. It was just horrible. It was just not like not normal. And I cried out to the Holy Spirit and I said, Holy Spirit, show me what what's wrong. And, and the Holy Spirit showed me the word sadness. And so I came against the word the sadness, that spirit. It was a spirit I, because I opened my mouth to speak. Uh, you know, and to be in agreement with the enemy. So I, I commanded that thing to go, never to return. Immediately, boom, that thing left me. That thing left me. So we have to be careful what we speak with our mouth. Yes, it is a tragic uh, situation. Something awful did happen. But do not allow the enemy to take it further with what you say with your mouth. And so this is what I'm sensing. Um, just be careful with that. But I don't know what it is with you. Um, like you've had some close call and you have not even realized that you've been in close call. God has been protecting you. 
God has been protecting you. Go ahead. I just have a hope in that um, if you can um, see if um, my uh, grand granddaughter's uh, father is watching over her. But she, you well, know, she's not reacting, but I don't, I don't know what's really, you know, how she's feeling. Because she's nine. She's only nine years old. She's nine years old. Um mm-hmm. what do you see? What do you see in the child? She's just still being herself. I don't you know, she when we went to the funeral she cried and she saw her and papa in the casket and she cried and that was it. Yeah, she she probably doesn't understand a lot of what's going on. Maybe later on, depending on what you're seeing, what she's seeing coming out from you guys is what she's going to develop, what she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember hearing uh, a pastor of mine saying that when um, his mom had to raise him by herself, and um, he didn't know that he didn't have a dad, that, you know, he didn't see that there was a problem not having a father. Um, he was happy, happy-go-lucky, right? But then when he started growing mm-hmm. up, he would hear people saying, oh, you don't have a dad? And it was what they said that made him feel that he was rejected, that there was something wrong with him. And from that point on, that's when he started acting crazy. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any problem before that, but it was what the people, what he heard people say. And um, I shared about a family member that um, there, the two family members that their mother had died, uh, committed suicide, but they were little. They didn't know anything. And um, they were given to their grandparents and their aunts to take care of them. And so they were embittered because their mother, their daughter, and their sister um, had committed suicide, and so they they were angry about that, and so that bitterness they passed on to the children. They yeah. passed on to the children, and they these children grew up bitter till their old age, yeah. till they 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 both died in bitterness and affected some of the family members around them with their bitterness, passing it on, and it wasn't what they knew. It was what they heard. It wasn't anything that they experienced. It was what they were hearing adults talking about that made them bitter. And um, we have to be careful. Um, just not make it, you know, the big deal. Um, I have an ex, an ex-husband of mine. We, we were married for a lifetime. And... Um, he was also, his father had died about when he was about nine. They shot his father. He didn't remember a lot, but what he did remember was all the attention that he was getting from the family. And, um, you know, the family came in and, you know, the men stood up and they, they helped the step-grandfather, uncles. They were all treating him like a son. He never had anything wrong with him, but in his mind and the way that his mother expressed, oh, poor baby, you know, he didn't have a dad. It was his mother putting, you know, those 
those thoughts. I don't I don't know if it was through ignorance on her part what was really going on, but she wasn't an educated woman. But in his mind, all these years, oh, but I didn't have a dad. And he blamed everything that he did not do because he didn't have a dad. Oh, I can't be a good husband because I didn't have a dad. Oh, I didn't. I, I couldn't be a good father because, oh, because I didn't have a dad. But it was people making excuses for him. And so there were people that were there, you know, loving on him. But he didn't see that because there were other people that were like, oh, poor baby. And no. Today, there's so many children without a dad. It's a nor- it seems like a normal thing. It is, shouldn't be a normal thing. But it's either through death or because the father leaves. And so they both react similar. You know, they misbehave. And so um, it takes uh, either a good wife or a good, a good mother, a good grandmother to put that child, you know, in their place or whoever has gone through those things to get them on the right track and not allow them to have a, a pity party and a, a right to say, well, I didn't have a dad, that's why I can't do this or I can't do that. No, baloney. You know, we got our Heavenly Father. He's there to protect us. He will be a father for for the fatherless, a husband to the woman that does not have a a husband to protect her and to help her. And so um, it's all on how you guys allow this child. Don't, you know, yes, love on them. Love on them, but don't allow, you know, that pity to take in because that can be very dangerous for them. And then they'll feel like, oh, well, I'm lacking something. I'm lacking something. No, you're not lacking anything. You got God. You got God. God is all you need. And God will bless you with other things. Yes, that happened, unfortunately, but he's there. But be careful how, you know, you put your own emotions on the child. Because that can be dangerous for that child. Look what it did to that pastor that I, thank God, you know, God turned him around. But he got into, he was a rascal because he didn't have a father. But he didn't know any better until people started talking about it. And my ex-husband, he didn't know any better until his mama made him feel like, you know, oh, you're lacking something. Oh, poor thing, poor thing. Oh, let me do this for you. Let me do that for you. No. Treat them like normal and and lead them to God. God is with them. God will never forsake them. There's going to be many other things in life that, that they're going to feel like they're alone. But if they learned to trust in the Lord from the beginning, Life is not going to be as just as hard, you know. I mean, unfortunately, we all have storms, and some of us have more storms than others, preparing us for whatever God has. So, be careful. Ask God for wisdom, and so I'm going to pray for you now, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we lift up our sister Delia, Father God, that you give her wisdom to minister to her daughter, to her granddaughter. Uh, We just pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that you give them the whole family wisdom on how to deal with the child and uh, that she doesn't feel different 
that she doesn't feel that she's lacking, that she, you are there with her. I pray that you cover her in your love, that she knows that she's okay. And cover the family, too, because they need to know that they're going to be all right, that you're with them, that you don't leave them, that you don't forsake them. You'll always be with them. And you'll always supply everything that they may need. Do this in the name of Jesus. Be with them, Father God. In Jesus' name. Touch that house. Touch her emotions. If there's anything that she's seen that is too much for her, heartbreaking for her, Lord, we just pray that you heal that right now in Jesus' name. All the trauma, unknowing things that she doesn't understand, whatever she picked up, Father God, we just we just ask you to bring healing to the whole family, Lord, in Jesus' name. Bring healing to each one of them, in Jesus' name. Emotional healing, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Are you there? Everybody is pulling from her because she looks so much like him. She's like this twin. The wop, the look, the everything, and everybody wants to, you know, uh, one over here, one over there. The mom is really struggling. My daughter is really struggling. She wants time to herself. And um, that's okay. That's okay. That she, you know, find that time. You know, it's part of grieving. Um, But don't allow it to to go beyond that because the enemy likes to take the grieving and make it bigger and longer, and (laughs) and he gets in. You, You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we have to be careful with that. Let her have her time, but keep an eye on her. And then okay. put her back in shape and say, okay, you know, all right. You've, you had your time to grieve. Let's Now we, we need to, you can't stay stuck in here. Because that's what the enemy wants, for them to be stuck with trauma. And, and with prayer, have them go to church and have them go to prayer. And um, she may not, she may want her time alone, but take her to church. <laughs> His mom, she goes to church, but, you know, I always uh, try to leave a little uh, message and say, I'm thinking about you, you know, just checking in. And, you know, she'll respond back sometimes and say, you know, thank you. Uh, I don't want to talk to anybody right now. I'm, you know, this is, I'm trying to get my mind straight. Because that was her baby mm-hmm. boy, and um, yeah, when she walked up, she saw him in the alley dead, and that was it was oh devastating. God. Nobody expected this. It just oh my God, it just came out of nowhere. No, I can only imagine. I'm struggling with it. Yeah, no, that's not something you know. But um, man, she's got to grieve in her way. Everybody grieves in a different way. And some people get angry. Some people get sad. Some people get all these different emotions. 
all at once and they don't they feel like they're going crazy and it's not that they're going mm-hmm. crazy it's just that they don't know how to process this and there's a, a a way of grieving you know um so you have to allow each person is different you have to allow them but do not leave them alone and make them go to church take them to church and they'll feel the presence of the lord there they'll get prayer they'll get prayer um but leaving them alone no yes to leave them to to grieve you know that's you gotta let them you know have their time to grieve but that doesn't mean that you leave them alone and um um and stop them from being connected, keep them always right. connected. And be careful with the child around the grandmother because she's going to, that that spirit of heaviness is going to come on this child and the child that won't know how to process this and that's trauma in itself. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, just talk about good things and, you know, normal fun stuff with the child. Yeah, I did. I took her to the water park, and we had uh, went to go get something to eat, and we passed by her dad's house, and she was laying on my lap, and she looked up and said, like, that's my dad's house. Mm-hmm. And she was so happy. Mm-hmm. Just tell her that she's, he's in another house now. He's with the Lord, right. and that brings comfort to the child. That brings comfort mm-hmm. to the child. So, um you know, and just uh, turn her to the things of God, you know, because like I told you, these family members that I had, you know, they were stuck in that grief of losing a mother. And then, you know, they were too young to understand it, but it was the grief of the family and the bitterness of the family of what was done to the daughter that, that was put on those two. And they, they took that till their grave. They were bitter. And so God warns us. I gave a a preaching about this uh, not long ago about the root of bitterness. We have to be careful, you know, what we put on, you know, um, people, children. Um, I believe that that was what they were feeling because they had no idea what was going on. One was three and one was two or one. They don't, what would children like that know, understand? Children don't understand. They pick up the vibes from the adults. Okay. And so, yeah. And so don't make them a victim. Don't right. make them, you know, like they're less than. And don't make them like, oh, now, you know, you don't have a dad before. Well, you know, there's something wrong with you now. No, no. It happens to people. Right. It happens to people. So, okay, they're not here. That's part of life. Uh, But that's how you have to make it feel like with the kids because if not, like with my ex-husband, he couldn't shake it off. He couldn't shake off that he didn't have a dad. But he he wasn't looking at all the blessings that he had with the uncles, with the the step-grandfather, and all this other stuff. All these other people that were there for him, that lo- he had more love than a, a child that would have had a father. Mm. But he couldn't see past that. He was seeing himself as a victim. He got His father got mm-hmm. shot and had a grocery store and died a month after. And so mm. I understand where you're coming from, but I'm also understanding we have to deal with the living. And the living... Mm-hmm. 
are going to face some big challenges if we're not careful. And if you have to take them to a pastor to, to get prayed for, take them to church. Have them get prayed for. Right. This is what I'm trying to see if they're going to find have. out who killed him, you know. Yeah, that's something that the uh, child doesn't it, have to know. Yeah. Right. No, the adults want to know if they're going to find out who, mm-hmm. who murdered him. Yeah, I understand that. But have her, your your daughter, rest in the Lord. That God, you know, what I talked about tonight, that revenge mm-hmm. is of God. God knows who did it. We don't, we have to learn to forgive because it frees us. It frees our mm-hmm. heart to, to release ourselves from that, from that bitterness and that anger. It frees us. And so whether it's in a relationship with a man and a woman, whether it's in a, a, a somebody that did something to like what you're going through, whatever, or business deal, whatever it is, um, we have to trust in God and understand that revenge is of God. And in due time, he knows what he has to do. Not that we want to wish other people evil either, because that's mm-hmm. not what, what we we're supposed to have. Um, but Look, David spoke about it in the Word, in Psalm 7. There's scriptures in the New Testament and in the Old Testament that talk. He's praying and asking God for deliverance from his enemies. Um, Sometimes we have enemies that are coming at us. Uh, Verse 14, I'll, I'll read it again. Behold, the wicked brings forth iniquity. Yes, he conceives trouble and brings forth falsehood. He made a pit and dug it out. And has fallen into the ditch which he made. His trouble shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealing shall come down on his own crown. Violent dealing. They were violent with this young man. God knows. He knows. And years can go by. But this is what your daughter has to understand. Leave it in God's hand. Leave it in God's hand. Because if not, she's going to be another victim of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard somebody talking about um, a mother that had a, a, a daughter or son killed. And um, I can't remember which one it was. Um, and she went to the man that had killed her her child. And... Um, what he did, you know, she told him that she forgave him and everything. And so she, she left, you know, she wanted to say one thing and that's what she told him. Uh, I can't remember if it was Parker Randy had mentioned something like that. So um, the man, when he got out, he went looking for the lady, but then he found out that she had passed away. Um, and that was the, the thing that she wanted to do to see her son again. And so she, she went to be with the Lord to see her son. And so, but it changed the man. It did something to the man. So we have to learn to forgive because maybe that young man didn't have a father. And that doesn't excuse what he did. But we need to free ourselves and allow other people to be free too so that God can deal with their hearts. It's not an easy thing. You know, to lose a child is not an easy thing. You know, I almost lost my son. He died in an accident, 
and they revived him. So I know, and I was praying for him days before, you know, uh, pleading with the Lord, praying in the, in the spirit. I didn't know exactly what it was. I knew it was one, he was one of the ones that I was praying for. Um, but um, whatever happened, well, it cannot be undone. But what you can do is lead this child into a good future. Because that's what the future that God wants for her, a good, he has good plans, a good future for her. But do not allow the pain and the suffering and the the bitterness of what somebody else did, allow God to deal with that vengeance. All right. Okay? Okay. Thank you, Carmen. You're welcome. Anything else you you like to say? That would be it. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. God bless you. Right. God bless you. Have a good night. You too. All right. All right. Let's see. All right, everybody. Uh, allow me one moment here. Hello, sister? Are you there? I think she she went to bed. Maybe fell asleep. Hello? Okay. She's not on there. All right, well, everybody, well, God bless you, and I pray that you have a good week, and uh, in Jesus' name. All right. Um, Remember, vengeance is of the Lord, not ours. Allow God to deal with the people that um, try to hurt us and harm us and hurt our loved ones. Um, It's not an easy thing to do. Um, Well, God bless you. And have a good week in Jesus' name. Amen. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.